Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. Thank you for joining another edition of Bumps and Thumps, the talk of wrestling. I'm Brian Ferguson. My guest today has been a fan of wrestling for many years, has been to many conventions, uh, WrestleCons, you name it. I want to welcome in Mr. Reggie Harp. Reggie, my friend, thank you, you for coming on today. Uh, thank, thank you for inviting me. Thank oh, you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Like I said, uh, I heard about you a few months back. I was at Cauliflower Alley Club. I talked to Maddie Montcalm, and he said, you got to get this guy on here. And so I reached out, and I'm glad you accepted. And, folks, if you're watching, you can see what's behind him there, all those belts and, and, and photos. So it's uh, quite a guy there. So excited to talk to you today. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. All Thank right. You. Let's talk a little bit, if we can, um, how you were raised, where were you raised uh, growing up, uh, kind of how you got into all this, if you if you wouldn't mind talking about that a little bit? Uh, no problem. Um, I'm, I was born in a little small town in South Carolina, a little small town. It's actually called Saluda, right? Mm-hmm. And this is um, long before we had cable. I, I grew up doing, um, you know, I was born in 1972, so I, I just turned 50 this year. So I grew up when, and and t- this may sound funny, we only had like three stations yeah. over, over the air. We had like an antenna and had moved to rabbit ears and all that stuff, right? But we grew up, the area I grew up in was closer to, I was. we were only an hour away from Columbia, but we were an hour away from Augusta. So uh, the local wrestling that we used to get was Georgia Championship Wrestling over the air. But um, again, we didn't have cable, so I didn't get the 605. We just used to get local wrestling yeah. on, on, it wasn't even Saturday morning, it was Saturday afternoons on WJBF, Channel Channel 12 and Channel 6 out of Augusta, right? Yeah. And Gordon Soley, you know, and yeah. all the stars of Georgia Championship Wrestling. Yeah. And um, that's where I first started wrestling, and I was young. My dad was a big wrestling fan, and he would go to uh, a place in Augusta. It used to be Bell Auditorium. I think they've changed the name now, but it mm-hmm. was a, a Bell Auditorium, and they would have wrestling every Monday night, and that's what he oh, would wow. attend. But he would take my brother, but I wasn't old enough to attend, right? <laughs> but uh, on Saturday afternoons, I would, I would watch it. And and like I said, we would do that for, you know, every Saturday. And then I think the year was maybe 19... 19- 81 mm-hmm. we got this thing called cable right <laughs> yeah. and i didn't realize that that local wrestling i watched every saturday on saturday night they had this weird thing called um georgia championship wrestling at 605 <laughs> and i was like whoa two hours <laughs> two hours of this stuff and i was like oh my god and the thing is i didn't realize how much i was missing because you know um the local programming wouldn't always show you everything from the 605 Georgia show, right? Yeah. So I was so amazed that, you know, the more content, and then on the 605 show, they were bringing other people from other territories. Yeah. That I was like, that I only see in the magazines. Yeah. 
So that yeah. was really, you know, that was really amazing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And but um after we got cable, that's when I got introduced into my my other favorite, Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um and that's when I go back and forth between Georgia and Mid-Atlantic. That's why I say, you know, you I know you say you're an AWA guy, yeah. and I see you with the 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 new NWA, but I'm I am straight old school Mid-Atlantic NWA Georgia, the yeah. whole territory. That's who I am. And you can't see my shirt. Um, but um, even I, my moniker when I go places, I take pictures. I call myself Mister Six Hundred Five. I love it. I love and it. In the belt community, that's they call me Mister Six Hundred Five. And I was gonna put it down by my name, but I didn't want. I was like, he's not ready for that yet. So oh, I was like, that would have been fine. That would have been great, actually. But but that's my that's my gimmick. When I go places, they like that's hey Mister Six Hundred Five. Hey, because what happened is, is um. This guy named Brian Lassie had started a podcast called the 605 Super Podcast. Yeah. And I, I started listening to that and I bought some t-shirts and I started wearing 605 Super Podcast. And I start becoming the 605 guy, right? <laughs> and after a while, I was like, hey, hey, this Mrs. 605 is sticking. So like I said, I, I was like, I don't know if you can see it. Look, there I it like is. Mr. Yeah, Six, Mr. 605. 605. That's it. Yeah. And hey, that's and, awesome. and that's that. Hey, look, that started to be my gimmick, and that look, and that's what I'm sticking with. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Everybody, yeah. everybody has to have something. Yeah. But um, that's pretty much how I I got started, right? Mm-hmm. And um, if, if you, I can continue if you want me to. I can please, just keep going. Please, okay. please, yeah. So um, like I said, grew up in a little small town, watching um wrestling into into the '80s, and you know, the '80s wrestling to me that was. You know, I know we lived through the 90s with the whole Nitro, Raw thing, but the A's were, were to me, it was the like the biggest time in wrestling because mm-hmm. um, I would wake up on a Saturday morning in the mid-80s. I would wake up to Georgia Championship Wrestling in the morning, Mid-Atlantic, and then start getting Mid-South, UWF, yeah. even even Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Yeah. It, it rest, wrestling was on all day long, and yeah. I thought that was you know, my whole Saturday afternoon was planned out. And then at night, 6.05, it came on. It's like that thing, it was great, right? Yeah. And and then, and, you know, wrestling transition. And, and when NWA kind of phased out and went to WCW, I still watched it. But it kind of it kind of lost a little bit of its thing because it went from being the old school wrestling to they're trying to be like what Vince was doing up in New York. Yeah. And I watched it, but it, you know, it just, it just wasn't the same. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. um, you, you talk about um, earlier, we talked about one of my most memorable things, but I'll, I will tell you uh, the first match that I went to, it was in a little small town called Newberry, South Carolina. In the uh, Newberry High School, and the main event was Jack and Jerry Briscoe. They were the NWA World Mid Atlantic World Tag Team Champions, yeah. and they were wrestling the Uncrowned World Tag Team Champions. It was a great team. One of my top five teams. Nobody talks about Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood. Yeah, yeah. Nobody talks about that tag team. But I grew yeah. up one of the greatest tag teams yeah. of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. In my opinion, great that they, they don't get enough credit. But you talk about that. That was one of my. That was actually the first wrestling match I saw was Ricky Steamboat, yeah. Jay Youngblood versus the Briscoes. You know, at that time, the Briscoes they were tag team champions. They were the evil heels. Yeah. And you know, I, I didn't know Jack Briscoe as being this world. I, they talked about him, but I didn't know him as being this, this world champion from the seventies. Right. By the time right. I started watching wrestling, all I knew was Harley Race, right. and then transitioned to Ric Flair. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So. Um, wow. Uh, 
That's 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 pretty cool. Uh, I I'm kind of you know, I'm a few years older than you. I'll be 52 here in a week. Uh-huh. Um, happy happy early birthday! Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, the same thing, you know, we had we didn't have cable, right? And all we got was AWA. That's why I'm an AWA guy. Right, right. All we had, because I'm from Wisconsin originally, uh, right. so we were only a couple hours from the cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul. And same thing, you know, I, as soon as cable hit, I was just like you. Saturday morning into Saturday evening, wrestling all day. Now, I will tell you, you were fortunate. Your parents liked wrestling. My right. parents hated it. And yeah, you told, you, 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 but you said your grandma, right? My grandma, see, yes, yeah, my grandma would let me watch it at her house. Yeah. So that was the great, the great part of it, you know. So and that's, you know, and I still watch, you know, some of it today, and we'll get into that a little later. But you know, it was an integral part of growing up for me as well. And people, I remember when I was a teenager, and probably the same for you. I, I, maybe I'm wrong. Right. Uh, but when you're watching wrestling, they're like, what are you watching that stuff? Well, that stuff's fake and it ain't, it ain't, you know, it's all. And I get so mad. I'm like, you know what? I, you go in there for a couple minutes and you see what if it's fake. But, but Brian, tell me something back. And, and you know, we, we're only a couple years apart, say yeah. during the mid 80s. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but and I'm just telling you, um, I wasn't I wasn't a smart fan. I wasn't a smart fan. No, I wasn't either until. Um, I went to the University of South Carolina in 1990, and um, it's this columnist by the name of Mike Mooneyham. Yeah. He had the, the Post and Courier, Charleston Post and Courier, and he would actually have an article every Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. And I would read it, and it's almost like, um, dog, <laughs> all the wrestlers' real names? And he's 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 telling you what's going to happen, like, from the house. I was like, oh, my goodness. He's telling me about a title change that hadn't happened yet. Uh, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, whoa, what, what is this? You know? Yeah. So, but growing up, I, I was totally, when I said kayfabe, I yep. was totally kayfabe, man. Oh, really. I was too. And, and, you know, I believe when the heels beat up the baby faces that they really couldn't stand them, vice exactly. versa. And, you know, when people would say, oh, it's fake. And I, I didn't believe it. I was like, you know, have you watched this? I mean, these guys are beating the crap out of each other. And this exactly. thing, you know, I mean, back then they drew blood. They did all the, I mean, it was pretty realistic but very realistic yeah yeah so but you know it is what it is i still i i got a lot of dvds i watched from back in the day and and, uh so you got into pro wrestling pretty young so as you got older you know you said you went to the university of south carolina go university of south carolina i saw your video the other day from the, the game right right yeah 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 that was good yeah 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 what, you, you, what you did you study, and, and and what are you what are you what did you get into? Uh, um, I ended up with a, and I say ended up. I, my, I started out a computer science major, but I ended up with a biology degree. Okay. And right now, um, I work at a nuclear plant. When I tell I'm like a nuclear chemist right now. Okay. And um, wow. look, as they say, um, uh, nuclear chemist by day, wrestling fan at night. You know, well, old school wrestling fan at night. Yeah, that's right. But uh, that that's what I end up doing. And like I said, um, even when I was at Carolina, uh, what my dorm was, uh, the Carolina Coliseum was like in walking distance, right? And this is um, this is still during you know the '90s is during the, the WCW era. And I don't know if you were well, around here, uh, you know the WWF was taking over, right? But they haven't made it to the South. Um, this was still 
you know, old school wrestling, you know, yeah. the WWF didn't come down here. So um, Clash of the Champions and house shows would actually come to the Coliseum and come to a building um, in Columbia. It's called a Township Auditorium. Okay. That's where on the territory circuit, um, once a month, wrestling or sometimes weekly, wrestling would come to the township, right? But when they had the big events, the WCW or the big stuff, uh, it would go to the Coliseum. And um, I remember going um, going down there one time um, while I was actually in school, and I was like, whoa, Clash of Champions. This is stuff that I actually, yeah. you know, watch on television. Yeah. And I actually went to an event and yeah. then actually go to house shows um, at the township. And back then um, I would get ringside seats for like eight dollars. Yeah. You know, and I, yeah. you, you, you know, you can't even get in any building. You can't get in the parking lot for eight dollars now. No. Your parking costs you more than that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I remember going to the township uh, in 1993 and I still got pictures. It was Ric Flair versus Paul Orndorff. And I told you I'm a belt guy. Ric Flair was wearing a big gold belt. Paul Orndorff at the time, he was the world television title, right? Okay. And um, I, even back then, I was I was in the belts. I, I love wrestling belts. And um, even even a childhood, I would, um, and I don't know if you did the same thing, mm-hmm. I would take aluminum foil. I would take it, my parents were throwing out an old couch. I would cut the leather up. Off the back of it, I was making wrestling belts when I was like eight years old or ten years old. So you know, and um, and and the thing is, they would look pretty good too. Yeah. And, and we would always wrestle in the backyard. I would end up losing losing my belt, and I would have to make another one because I was one of the small guys in the neighborhood. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, we talked about old school wrestling, but I, um, I had a love for wrestling belts at an early age also. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny because, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a quick story. When I was in high school, I was in a, a drama class. I mean, it was part of your curriculum you had to do back then. Right. And we put on a wrestling event in our auditorium. We made the belts. Uh, out of, like you said, we used cardboard and we just right, wrapped right. it with tinfoil. Right. But we dressed up. Uh, we had... Ultimate Warrior, Ric Flair, wow. Road Warriors, Honor the Giant, Ted DiBiase, all these guys. This was probably 87, 88. Right, right. In high school. And I still have that VHS tape because we recorded it on uh, video. And uh, it's funny because you say that. And I think people got a kick out of it. But to me, it was something that had never really been done in our school. And there, I think people at first thought we were crazy. Right, right. But it worked, you know, and, right. and we and we and we did well with it. So I just think that was uh, pretty interesting when you talk about the belt. So, yeah. So after you got out of college and yep. you know started working and stuff, were you still able to uh, go to shows as much or things like uh, that, or how did that how did that go? Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, I got I finished college uh, roughly around ninety five. And I got married in 96. And um, along with myself, my nephew was a big wrestling fan. And he's only like a couple years younger than me. So we would start, this was, and now think about this is the mid 90s, right? So mm-hmm. think about Nitro started around 95. Yep. So um, 96, 95, 96, that started the, the Monday Night Wars, right? Yep. So at that time, Nitro 
um, was touring around, right? And again, they were coming to the the, the Carolina Coliseum, mm-hmm. and we were actually camped out for tickets for Nitro. If you go back to some of the old 96 tape, if you got some tapes, you'll see me, like, if the wrestler's coming down, I'm, like, right there by the ring post, giving them high fives yeah. as they're coming through and stuff like that. We would camp out, and then we got smart. I didn't realize that we used to have record stores around here, and it was a place called Sounds For Me. It was a record store, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that you could actually go to the record stores and buy wrestling tickets, oh, right? Okay, yeah. so, so instead of camping out with all these people at the, at the Coliseum, right, we would go to the record store early that morning, go right in, and buy the same tickets that everybody else is buying because it's, <laughs> it's by, you know what, um, Ticketron or who, who's ever selling them, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same thing. So I'm like, no, I could have been doing this like two years ago, <laughs> you know. But 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 we were going. We were, every time Nitro was in town from like '95 up until maybe '98 or '99 or 2000, whenever they stopped doing it, right? Right. Uh, we we would do all the Nitros, and the WWF um, still wouldn't do big. They would do house shows here, mm-hmm. and we would go to the house shows, but they um, they they were never like. Um, they didn't bring a raw here till later on. I think yeah. it was maybe after they purchased um, WCW. I think, and um, I think that was the first time I went to a raw. I think I went to one raw, and maybe I went to a SmackDown later on. But that was like after you know, sometime yeah. maybe close to the mid two thousands or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. But yeah, even and now think about it. I'm already married at this time, right? Yeah. And I and I'm gonna tell you a quick story. I remember me and my nephew. We were out, we were making posters, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. You talk about my wife was sitting down helping us draw because she had a straighter hand, right? So all three, we got three grown adults in uh, you know, 25, 26 years old, sitting on the floor making wrestling posters. So you know, because we're trying to make the best poster because yeah. when you go to those TV events, they would um they would look for the best posters and you automatically we try to get on television. That's what oh, we were yeah. trying to do. Yeah, yeah. That's what we were trying to do. But it was funny <laughs> you talking about being sport. You know that's one thing about it. No yeah. matter what I do and you see the belts around me and all my conventions. Yeah. My wife is very supportive. She doesn't you know she doesn't say you're crazy or anything like oh, that. She just let yeah. lets me do me and yeah and, and we carry on. You know. Yeah, I was gonna ask you how does your wife feel about it because uh, mine's supportive of it but she doesn't. You know, she won't, she tolerates it. I'll put it to you like that. Yeah. She'll, she, she'll go to some of the events with me and stuff, uh, but uh, she's not into it. She doesn't like, you know, hey, let's go do this and stuff. But uh, she's supportive of it. Like, uh, not as supportive as yours, but hey, I'll, well, I'll, I'll take well, it. She's uh, a good lady I said, regardless. I said she's supportive, but she doesn't go with me. She, <laughs> um, she, yeah. went, to, she went to one wrestling show with me, but that was like a, a family affair where um yeah. you you know um you ever heard of George South George South yeah George South yeah. He, he puts he has like a Christian ministry where mm-hmm. he puts on wrestling shows and it was in a place called Charleston South Carolina about like an hour and a half from me okay. and we drove down there and um you know it was more like a family thing it was outside yeah and um and they really everybody had a good time but that's, mm-hmm. I think that's the only event she's ever attended but like I said the, the whole family went with me then so yeah. that was the only time other than that um the conventions and stuff I go to. Yeah, she, she's never she she's never ten, but uh, sometimes I like it better. You know, when I do my thing, I um, it's it's sometimes better when you know. Yeah, you're by yourself. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, you're, I get you're, you. You're, you're on your own time schedule and everything, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, she, she went to WrestleCon with me in Dallas back in uh, March. Right. Uh, but, you know, she just went because one of our boys was lives around there, too. So uh, she went because of that. But, uh, you know, she she... She's a good woman. I mean, there's right, right, questions right. about that, but she just, yeah, she's not into it like me. And, and so I do my thing and, and like that. And she has some hobbies that I don't care for. And, and I, I'll, you, I, I do it, you. but you know, yeah. So, you know, you said you've been to a bunch, a lot of house shows and, and yeah. uh, things of that nature. So what's uh, probably one of your favorite wrestling shows that you've been to? Um, Besides well, the one when I, you were a little kid. <laughs> well, um, well, I'm, I'm still, I'm gonna go back to, um, I think I was, I was 12 years old. Okay. 12 years old, and I, I went. It was a, a, it was my birthday. It was June 19th. It was my birthday, right? Okay. And I believe the year was 1986, right? And my brother had bought tickets, and we went to the township, and the main event, right, were the, the Rock and Roll Express. Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson versus Tully Blanchett and Arn Anderson. Oh, right? yeah. And so, so, and again, I told you I'm a belt guy, right? Yeah. So the Rock and Roll Express were the World Tag Team Champions, right? Came in and um, I, I got, I got, I got a, a set of tags back there, the belts that they wore in. Arn Anderson was the World Television Champion. Tully Blanchett was the National Heavyweight Champion, right? Yeah. And and when they walked in, the way the lights was hitting those belts. And it was sparkling. I, when I say I was in awe, because I was like, oh, my goodness, those belts. Again, I'm going back to the belts. You see that? Yeah, right? yeah, the belt guy, the, yeah. Yeah, those belts were so beautiful, man. It's like, oh, my. And 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 and, and, and I don't remember too much about the match because it's so long ago. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't yeah. remember a whole lot. But all I know, you know, Ricky Morton, it was back during the time where, um, do you know, um, I don't know if you used to keep up with Mid-Atlantic. Yeah. They broke Ricky Martin's nose, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember so, that. So yeah. he had to wear um that little Tape mask, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I remember, I remember, you know, of course, part of they they were able to, they were able to take the thing off and they threw it out the ring. Of course, they're beating up Ricky Morton, and you know, he's the best seller in the business. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The best seller in the business. And the thing is, and, and like I said, to this day, I can't even tell you, I would have to look back. I don't even know who won the match. But all I know is when 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 that looked, I was 12 years old at the time. I think, oh no, 14. I was like, I was. I, you couldn't tell me that, that I was like the happiest kid in the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. telling on. Yeah, that would be. I got to meet all those guys at at uh, WrestleCon, and uh, right. You know, it's funny that now you look back and they're like good buddies now and stuff. But it, it, you know. I, you're just looking like I can't believe because they used to sell it so good. They did and back in they the did. day. I mean, I don't, you know, today it's kind of a missing component to me. I mean, they sell it a little bit, but I think with social media and stuff now, you know, one minute they're they hate each other, but then they're on social media. Oh, great match with so and so tonight. Uh, blah blah yeah. blah. And it's I, just, but I think Brian, that's the way that's the way you have to look at it because you know the whole the whole. Um, innocence of is gone, kayfabe is gone, so we know it's not real. So, yeah. um, and, and you, you have your NWA shirt on. That's the reason I started watching the NWA a few yeah. years back because it reminded me so much 
mm-hmm. of what I grew up with. And even before Nick Aldis won the belt, when they had yeah. Tim Storm yeah. with the title. Yeah. And then, um, and then um, you know, the whole thing where he's trying to regain the belt when he lost to Nick Aldis and the NWA, they put like this 10-pound series. Yeah. Even, like, yeah. Cody on it. It's like, it's like, oh my goodness, who's ever doing this stuff is great. Yeah. It's, and because you know I'm all about the storyline. Yeah. And the the storyline yeah. was great. And yeah. that's what I love about the NWA. And y'all guys talked about it on on the podcast. I think I think yeah. you did. Yeah. Um. They they went back to the studio wrestling mm-hmm. and um going back to the podium. It's like oh my goodness. Yeah. It, it it worked. Then it still works. It does. And you know how to do it. Yep. It I wore this works. shirt because of you. I'm just telling you. I knew you were a, a Georgia Mid Atlantic guy. Did, did, you, uh, did you really? Yeah, did, you really did. No, I did. That's why I wore this shirt, because oh, I okay. went to NWA 70 in Nashville four years ago now, and uh, when uh, Nick Aldis regained the belt from Cody Rhodes, I right, was there. Right, right, That's another event my wife went to, because okay. it was in Nashville. We did a little swap, you know, I'll do this, you do that. Okay, great. Right, right, but, right. Uh, you're right, and, and I wish, you know, you and I are old school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I think the same way about that as you do. You know, tell you, you got to tell a story. Tell you a just story. can't tell a story for uh, two weeks, and then uh, you go to a pay per view, and then it's over, and then it, it, and you, you like what happened? Build. What happened to the state? Exactly. You just exactly. Build. Like you said, the Ten Bounds of Gold series with Tim Storm and Nick Nick Aldis. Yeah. They built. They built uh, it. Right, and, and it's a lost to me, a lost. A lost art. Well, well, Brian, did you? Um, you, so you you didn't attend Starcast. Starcast was back. Um, no, I didn't. It, it was Star- it was in um it was in Nashville. It was in Nashville back in it was yeah. Ric Flair's last match. Yeah, and I saw him. It I was sometime go. in July, right? Yeah. And um, if you if you go back and look, I don't know if I posted it on my I post a lot of stuff in my groups and on Twitter, but okay. uh, me and Maddie took a lot of pictures there, right? Okay. Yeah. But, but um, one reason I ha- I went because I, I and don't get me wrong. I could care less really about Ric Flair's last match. It was just the fact that, okay, Ric Flair is having a last match, which if he win, lose, it, it doesn't really matter, right? Right. But the whole the whole thing where they built it up with him and Jay Lethal and mm-hmm. then Jeff Jeff Jarrett, and I was like, whoa, this is this is good. Yeah. This is good. You know the whole press conference they had? Yes. When, yeah. When Ric Flair was making a mockery out of him, him and his dad. I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah. And then they went out to the parking lot, and first Jeff tried to help him. Rick's like, leave me alone. I'm like, who came up with this? This is good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Storyville. Storytelling. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, really a, you know, I even went back, Reggie, I don't have cable out here. I live out in the sticks, but I have, you know, uh, Roku and stuff. So I get Hulu. Right. So I watch Raw a couple days sometime. I just started watching. I just I want to see, okay, maybe they've changed a little bit since Triple H took over. It has a little bit. Um, but it's still, to me, I mean, the NWA, you know, with Billy Corgan, how they're doing it right now with the studio uh like you said, the studio uh, setting and like the old days, you know, it would Teddy Long was the referee in there. And, right, and, uh, right, 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 uh, right. <laughs> Pee Wee, uh, what was Randy, it? Randy, 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 Pee Wee Anderson. Pee Wee Anderson, Anderson. Yeah, those guys, you know, and they had, 
jobbers, aka enhanced talent, and, and have to tap the carpenters, the workers, exactly. The workers, you know, they come on every week. You knew who they were, the Mulkey and brothers. You, you know? the, the Mulkey, you 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 knew all of them. Yeah. And even even now, when I see those guys, um, at conventions, yeah, I want to get I want to get a pitch with them because I'm yeah. like I'm like I you guys were great. Yeah. You know, um, and and I don't know if you follow you talk about the Mulkeys. Yeah. I even I, I I was talking to Randy and Bill. And I was like, man, I I love that match where y'all set them up with the gladiators. It was the gladiators <laughs> from from California, right? The gladiators of California, and they were already in the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup, right? Yeah. And the gladiators coming in, they were gonna take on the Mokies, and the Mokies beat them on <laughs> national television. Right? I remember that. And I don't know if you remember who under the mask was George South and a guy named Gary Roy. They, okay. They, they, um. You know they 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 who that that, that who, who was the team that was under it right okay and the Mokies won and then they they put them uh, you know they got them and and you know Tony they brought them to the podium and they still didn't have nothing to say because <laughs> <laughs> that you know that wasn't them you know what I'm saying right. they're like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh man I can't I can't believe we won oh yeah. okay the Mokies they're going to the tournament yep. okay <laughs> yeah I do I remember that yeah. Mokey Mania. Yep. If you ever listen to Jim Cornette, he he said he didn't want to start a Mokey Mania. He said he yeah. didn't want to say that on television, but you're right. Mokey Mania was Mokey running wild back in the 80s. That was some good stuff. Yeah. It really was. Yeah, it was. It was really good. So let me ask you this. I know you go to a lot of uh the conventions and, and mm-hmm. as much as you can. I go I go everywhere, Brian. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm getting there. I mean, I'm <laughs> have you been to Waterloo? No, I haven't. But Maddie wants me to come. I, I honestly, I never knew about Waterloo until this year. Yeah. And Maddie, and he's like, "Oh man, next year you gotta go." Yeah. So I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to squeeze it in next year. Yeah, me too. This, this will be my first one next year. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to my first college alley, alley club was this past one, and it was great. I enjoyed. It. I had a good time. Uh, everybody's real personable. And, and so, what's been one of your favorite uh, conventions that you've gone to? I know you've been to a lot. Yeah, but. The, the um the one I started out with because around here, um not f- far from it, about an hour away, um they were in Spartanburg, uh they had a little promotion called Big Time Wrestling, mm-hmm. and they go from like North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia. I think sometimes they go up north, but um they would have like not really conventions, they would have meet and greets, right? Okay, yeah. That's what I would start doing. But um, around here, and I never, I always wanted to go, but they had the, the NWA Legends Fan Fest. They have it every year in Charlotte, right? Mm-hmm. And it, um, every year I keep saying, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. And I think it maybe it was 2012 or 2013 was my first year going. And mm-hmm. after I went there for four days, and after I did that, I'm going to tell you something, I was hooked. Yeah. I was hooked. And I, I, I went there every year, and then they stopped it. A guy named Greg Price, he was promoted there, right? Mm-hmm. 2017. He stopped it, right? And it's like that summer came and I was I was thirsting for something, right? Yeah. I was like, I gotta find something to do. And um that year I went to uh place Winston Salem, North Carolina, a thing they have every year called Russell Cade. Yep. They have a Thanksgiving weekend, right? I went there and it was even bigger than the event in Charlotte, right? Yeah. But um but it wasn't the same type of event. It was just they had everybody, every old school wrestler, every everybody was there, right? It was mm-hmm. so big, but the setup wasn't as great, right? Yeah. But once I did that, that was 20, 2017 when I went to another event besides that one. But after that, 
I um I, I think I lost I lost my mind. I've I've um I went as far up as I think New Jersey. I don't know if I've been to New York. Maybe I have been somewhere in New York. I know I've been to New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, and you know, we came down, I've been to Virginia, I've been to North Carolina, I've been to uh Tennessee, oh, wow. uh, I've been to Georgia, I've been to Florida. And I'm trying to think, have I, I, I didn't go to the one in Dallas. I started to go to Russell County, Dallas, but yeah. uh, I couldn't fit that one in. Yeah. But, um, and and you talk about anything coming up. I'm um, two, I'm going back to Florida again. Uh, okay. A guy oh, by the name of Barry, Barry Rose, Rose. Does, it, does, does the CWF. Yeah. And uh, I went in June and um, I'm going back. I'm going back uh, the first weekend in November. Oh, wow. And uh, I, Dory, Dory Funks, is, you know, he's going to be down there. They're doing Magnum TA. Okay. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of uh, who it was Magnum TA's partner in Florida, but I can't remember. Uh, he's a Florida here, which I can't think of his name right now. Yeah, I but, can't remember, um, yeah. It, it, yeah, um, it, it slips my mind. Yeah. But um, that's who they're advertising. And okay. um, gorgeous Jimmy Garvin's gonna be down there, but yeah. and and this this might sound crazy, right? But um, I'm not really going for the legends, right? Mm. You know who I'm going for? People like you. I love hanging out Those with people. Guys. Yeah, yeah, because in Charlotte every year, I, yeah. I go to Charlotte every year. A guy named Marty T. Mart. He start he started yeah. he started over again in 2019. Yeah, and he calls it the gathering. Yeah, and when I say. When I say it's the biggest family reunion, because yeah. we all we all hang out with the legends by day, but at night we're hanging out with each other. Yeah. And 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 you meet you meet so many friends. And then when you leave there, I go to Russell K, I see the same people. When I go to Florida, I see the same people and not trying to brag. And you know, you said it everywhere I go, somebody knows me. Yeah. People come up to me and like, hey, you're Reggie. I like, yeah, now who are you? <laughs> but, <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> But everywhere I go, people know me. Yeah. And it's just because, you know, I start posting on most of my Twitter, social mm-hmm. media, and my belt group. And it's kind of flattering because um, I went to a play uh, event in Rome, Georgia. And I, when I say flat, this um, lady came up to me. She was like, oh, you're Reggie Hart. I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, you're a super fan. And she pulled me close. We, she took like five pictures. I can't believe I actually, I'm like, whoa. I feel like, I felt like a star. You know what I'm saying? I felt like a star. I felt like yeah, a star. Yeah, like I said, you're, you're pretty well known uh, in the, the fan community. Like I said, Maddie had told me a lot about you and some other people when we were at Cauliflower Alley Club. So, you know, I'm, you know, I've just started here in the last, couple of years really uh starting to go to different places uh hopefully i want to get to iowa next year i'm gonna get to uh marty's the gathering i'm hoping the only thing with me is the good thing is my son he's stationed at fort bragg north carolina so i'm I'm gonna try to plan it around there plan it go visit him a little bit and then maybe drive up to yeah uh, even 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 um even if you you know, um, don't go for the whole day. Try to try to do it a little bit. It's, yeah. it's I'm gonna tell you, it's, it's great, man. I've heard nothing but great things about it, and uh, looking looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about Waterloo too, and I'm looking forward to that. And, and this is the first year I've heard about that, and I'm like, wow, where's this been? And everybody talked about because Maddie, of course, Maddie's a great promoter, and he yes. told me all about it. I was like, oh man, because he yeah. was telling me the people that was there mm-hmm. and what what. 
I like what he said is that when you go there, mm-hmm. it's not like, just like a okay, you pay somebody thirty bucks, yeah. you um you you take a quick picture and you're on your way. He's like, right. no, you interact, and yeah. that's what's good about um the one in Florida. It's yeah. an intimate sesh, um, yeah. setting, so you just don't just take a picture and you right. actually can talk with the wrestlers and do whatever. I'll, um, I'll tell you a story. And sure. I was um, um, at the last fan fest down there, Bill Eady and um, uh, Barry Doso, they was, they would, they would did demolition for the first hour. And then the second hour, they did mass superstar and crush crucial. Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I, I went up to um, Bill Eady and I was like, Hey, um, you rem- I remember meeting you in Charlotte. He was like, yeah, um, uh, I'm, I'm still taking that medicine that your wife gave me. I was like, oh, my wife didn't come. He had me confused with my friend, right? Oh, yeah. friend, I, was, I was like, hey, that's still good. He remembered, he re- Blinky remembered you, right? Yeah. But I'm sitting there, we and um, the, we were having dinner while Bill Eady and um, uh, Barry Dorso was talking. And, you know, Bill Eady said he had to go use the restroom. When he came by, he um he patted me on the back, like, you know, like, hey, buddy. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, the mass superstar just patted me on the back <laughs> and just recognized, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. How, how, how cool is that? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. Now, Calif- have you ever been to Cauliflower Alley Club? No. And I, I keep saying I'm going to go, That's- too. And I, I was talking to George Shire, and I was like, I was like, yeah. I want to go, but I, yeah. I just haven't pushed the button yet. You yeah. know, it's great. It's the same type of event. It's very intimate. Know, yeah, yeah. You go up. Like I talked to Lawler for probably I don't know ten minutes. Really? Yeah. He'll talk to you. He'll take a picture with you. Now, at these Russell kind of stuff, he charges like you know a lot bucks. more money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But at Cauliflower, it was I think twenty. Okay. And you can talk to him for forever. He signs whatever. And he'll talk to you. Same with JBL, John John Layfield. He was there. Right. Um, great guys. Uh, all the people that were there were really nice, were really you know intimate. Like they want to talk to you, they want to interact with you. It's just not sign and see you later, take a picture, right. and say thanks for your time. Now WrestleCon in Dallas was like that. Now I talked to Sergeant Slaughter for a few minutes because in the evening more people were. Uh, doing other stuff but uh right it's mostly like sign take a picture talk like 30 seconds okay thanks for your time and move on and, and, and move on yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. that's the way most of the conventions yeah. are and I'm, I'm i'm most i'm okay with that because that that's what it is you know yeah i mean and they got lines so you got to kind of make keep it moving yeah. you know and, I, and yeah. I get that but but you know it's only a few just like um okay arn anderson i've met arn anderson like 12 times, right? But every time I go and see Arn Anderson, I'm meeting him over again because he doesn't remember right. me, right? But you get a person like Baby Doll. If I go up to her, she gives me a big hug. She's like, Reggie, you know what I'm saying? I love that yeah. when, when, when they remember you. You know, yeah. I'm Facebook friends with us. Like, yeah. I love stuff like that. Yeah. And I see you've even had her on your show, right? I have, yeah. Yeah. Sweet yeah. lady. Sweet it's lady. Very, very sweet. Yeah. Very, very sweet. sweet. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, and, and, it, and when you go to these places, she doesn't even charge a lot of money for. Right. Um. I think. Um. She's like, right. Uh, a autograph might be ten bucks, but the pitch is free. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So, so she's she's great. That's, that's the nice. Yeah. A lot of them are good, and sometimes it's the vendor that they're yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, like when I got this poster signed back here by Rick. Uh, I want it personalized to me, and the guy's like, "No, you can't do that," and I'm like, "Why?" 
That means I can't really sell it if I ever I wouldn't, but if I ever wanted to, I can't because it has my name on it. No, right. no personalized. I was like, whatever. And Rick's like, sorry, man, I can't. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever, just sign it. He signed it, and we took a couple pictures, you know, and moved on. But those belts in the back, I want to talk about those a little bit because you're the okay. you're, you're Mr. Six Hundred Five Belt Collector. I'm, I'm right? a belt guy. Yeah, yep. belt guy, Mr. Six Hundred Five Belt guy. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, tell us about your first belt. That you okay. Got. Um, my first belt. Um, uh, let, let me give you a little backstory. I, I was sure. going to the conventions uh, up in Charlotte, and I, I seen um, Dave Milliken was there, the, 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 uh, the Ace of Belts, right? right. And he would yeah. have all their belts out there. And if you go back to some of um, my photos, maybe about maybe 19 years ago, I'll be at his table just taking pictures like, oh, man, these belts. But Dave Milliken belts are so expensive, right? They're yes. very expensive. Yes, yes. And I was like, man, I could never afford any of his belts. Well, um, fast forward about three years after that, I met one of one of his handlers, right? One of the guys who was helping him. And um, he told me that um, his friend who helped him was selling a Dave Milliken belt. And I was like, how much? And um, I'm going to throw out numbers. But um, he said um, he's got a belt for sale for 1800 I was like, really? I was like, online, they're like 3000 I was like, so yeah. I talked to the guy. And it was um it was October of 2016, uh, and we had a, a hurricane coming through Columbia, right? Yeah. Um, it was Friday morning. Me and my and my wife and two daughters, we drove in the car and we drove to Memphis, Tennessee, to meet this guy. We oh. got there and um I bought the belt. And while we was there, we 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 like we been, we went to Martin Luther King where he got shot at, right? We went to Graceland. We, yeah. we was like, okay, I've never been to Memphis before. While we're here. We can enjoy it, but I drove there and got my first belt. It was um, and I, I won't I won't bring it off camera. It's right over here. It was you can my bring it uh, out if you want to, please. Okay, hold on, hold on a second. Yeah, no problem. Bring it out. All right. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Let's, let's All see. All right. It. So this is my ah, first belt. The television uh, title. The television title. This is yes. one of my. Remember, I was telling you about. Our, um, the uh, the one I saw back in 1986 with Telly yep. Blanchard. Yep. Telly Blanchard and Arn Anderson wearing this belt, right? Yep. And when I first, this is like one of my most favorite belts because when yep. when Dusty Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes um was the first person to have this belt, mm -hmm. he went from the old Mid Atlantic title to this one, right? Yeah. And I, it was something about this belt on red leather, you know, yep. and it's like, yeah, I, I, I feel it. And so this was my first belt, and. Is it my favorite? I'm not gonna say, but it's one of them. Yeah, you know, and it's your but, first one. Yeah. So yeah. this belt was crafted by Dave Milliken. Again, I say I paid about eighteen hundred for it, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay. Um, I, I thought I I got Dave Milliken belt. I thought it was good. My second belt, and I don't know if you can see, do I. You probably can see it in the corner. It's okay. a big gold belt. Do you see the big yeah. gold? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. And I, I got that belt. It's signed by every. Everybody who I considered have having that belt except for Dusty Rhodes because he had already passed away, right? Yeah, when, yeah. when I say uh, everybody considered, I don't. When um when Rick went to the WWF and he yeah. took the big gold with him and came back, and then they they just renamed it the NWA title or the WCW. I don't count those. Yeah. So I have that belt signed by Ric Flair. I have that signed by Ronnie Garvin. Yeah. Ricky Steamboat. Yeah. And Sting, I think. I think okay. I think those are the um, those ones are the four, I have. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, because I, yeah, I don't think I mean, the only person I don't have is Dusty Dusty. Rose, right? Yeah, but um, I bought that belt from a company called Top Row Belts, and it, yeah, it was I'm here in the states, yeah. right? Yeah, and again, um, throwing out numbers, um, yeah. but I, I paid about 1600 for that belt, right? And and Brian, I was like, damn, I can't do this, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I can't do this, right? Anyway. I started doing my research and then um it was this company called Classic Shields over in Pakistan. And yeah. they they're still they're still the best yeah. foreign belt maker it is. I started buying belts from them, but instead of paying um thousands of dollars, I'm paying three hundred. Huh. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Four hundred back then. They're 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 really expensive now. You got AWA belt? Yeah, I got it for uh three hundred. And that was Classic Shields? Yep. Oh man, you got a good deal then. Yeah. They're, they're 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 really expensive now. You know what I'm saying? They're they're like American makers. Yeah. Right? I got introduced to Classic Shields and start buying their belt, and yeah. I got you know I got a, uh, my ten pounds for gold. I got uh, the national um, title that Telly Blanchard had. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of. I, I got a couple other belts, but then after that, I start getting introduced to other makers, yeah. and other makers, and other makers, and I swear, um, I last I got seventy or eighty belts later. Um, <laughs> you know that's where I'm at. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I so mean, many, they call you the the, the belt guy yeah, if, for if a reason. You, um, when when I go places and um, if I'm if I'm and um, I, I'll send you a couple pictures like sure. when when I'm. I get two beds when I go to a hotel and the other bed is nothing but the belts laid out. That's what it is. That's I love many, it. That's how that's how many belts I would take yeah, uh, to convention. And yeah. and as um as uh years go on, the, the belts I got smaller and smaller because honestly, I've seen almost everybody. I wish there were some people back then that I wouldn't collect the belts that no longer like Buddy Landale in the national. I wish I would I saw yeah. him, but I didn't have belts back then. And yeah. I got I got I I got a picture with Dusty Rose and a Dave Milliken belt, but I wasn't collecting belts back then. Yeah. I wish I would start a little bit earlier, but then I, I probably couldn't afford them back then. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So oh, you know, yeah. everything works out for a reason. Yeah. But like I said, yeah. 70 belts later, I'm and it's to the point where I'm almost done. The only thing is now I um I, I get belts for some of my friends. I uh, like um, introduced them to a couple makers, and yeah. we were talking about Lex before we came on. Yeah, um, I had met Lex um, at one of these conventions, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, he follow we follow each other on Twitter. Yeah, and, you know, it's weird when I walk into a building, Lex Luger is screaming out my name, right? I'm like, man, I have arrived when Lex Luger is calling <laughs> out my name, right? Yeah, yeah. but um, I, I showed him. I was like, Lex, um. Uh, this is the Southern Heavyweight replica of the Southern Heavyweight title. This was the first title you won back in night like 1987 or something when you were in yeah. Florida. And um, and then he was like, Oh, that's neat. And then he gave me a big shout out on Twitter. He came to Columbia, South Carolina at one of these little conventions that were here. And I showed him my United States title. You know, yeah. um, and Magnum TA was on the side. And I was like, um, I was like, Lex, this is the the United States title that you had longer than anybody. I was like, Magnum introduced it. But they yeah. we in the belt game, we called us the Luger belt. 
and 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 Magnum was sitting right beside. Magnum was like, "Give me a break," you know. What I'm saying? He said, "He said, give me a break." But I was like, I was like, he's let let's look at the longest reign United States heavyweight champion of all time. Okay. He, he he held that belt longer than anybody from the from the NWA days up until even into WCW, right? Oh, yeah. Had more reigns than anybody, right? Well, I showed Lex the belt, and Lex like, "Oh my goodness, um, where can I get one of these?" I was like. If you want one, just let me know. Cause his his handler had a little belt, but it's almost like you said, it was like a little little brass little. Yeah, it was it, it it was garbage. I'm 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 not trying to be <laughs> mean, but it was garbage. Yeah. And so um, um, me and Lex was following each other on Twitter, right? And I was just yeah. communicate. And then all of a sudden, um, Lex like, hey, give me a call. And I was like, what? So um, I, I called him and it went to voicemail, right? Yeah. And then the next day at work, I'm at work, right? And Lex Luger's name pops up on my phone. I'm like, I can't believe Lex Luger is calling me. You know, right? it's like, yeah, I'm still a fan at heart. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still a fan. But we went through the process. He told me what he wanted. And um, I ended up getting him a belt, and and he he he. I was like, look, Lex, I'll give I'll give you know gift it to you because I'm a fan. He was like, nah, we, I'm I'm gonna pay for it, right? Mm. And, and 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 he paid me for my time also. You oh know, wow! Uh, and I'm gonna be honest and not trying to um, down anybody, but a lot of wrestlers have came to me and they wanted a belt, right? Yeah. But they didn't want they didn't want to pay for it. Yeah. They, you know, you know how you know um yeah. they felt like. Oh, you're a fan. You should just do this for me, right? Right. And, you know, if it's something was fifty bucks, but I'm not gonna. If something's four hundred dollars, I'm not gonna just yeah gift you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. No, I. You yeah. know. Yeah. But um, yeah, I gave uh, I mailed Lex because I was gonna meet Lex somewhere because he was doing something close with Nikita, but I was like, nah, I can't drive up there. So ended up mailing it to him, and um, he gave me a nice little shout out on Twitter with oh. my name and everything. So I was awesome. like, oh man, that exactly, exactly. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. That, they, the, that, that's why I say I'm still a fan at yeah. heart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I still mark over stuff like that. Yeah. No, I I would be in awe too if I yeah. was you. One more question, my friend. Uh, okay. up, uh, you know, what are you doing now? I, I, we talked a little bit earlier about it, but um, is there anything you're going to here in the next few weeks, or anything coming up before the yeah. new year? Uh, like I like I said like I said um in two weeks I'm gonna be um, November November. I think it's the the fourth no or the yeah the uh well, actually it's a one day event but I'm being Florida from the fourth right. fifth okay. and sixth yeah uh, that's a CWA uh, CWF reunion um that Barry Rose is putting on yeah. and like I said anybody is listening I don't know when this podcast is gonna come out but um that's a great event yeah if, if you're thinking about going or want to go it's it's a, it, it, Barry Barry does a great job mm-hmm. um. Um, at the end uh, end of November, I'm doing my annual Russell Cade that's in Winston Salem, North Carolina. Yep. And you can you can visit the website there. They got they have so many stars uh, there. Yeah. Uh, but only one one problem I'm having now is, and I think you say you still look at the product. I, I don't I haven't looked at the product since 2006. Like I said, I'm I'm straight old school, and yeah. I tried to watch AEW, but. I, it, did, it didn't work for me. Yeah. Only thing I watched was the NWA when it came back a few years ago, right? Yeah. So when I go to WrestleCade now, all these people are from AEW, and um, I don't know who they are. Yeah. And that's how it is. Now I'm going to a lot of these conventions, yeah. and the, a lot of the legends are not there anymore. It's almost like, 
okay, if you wrestled in 2006 and you're a legend, I don't know who you are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to, I watch just kind of once in a while, just kind of keep up a little bit because when I do go to these events, they have those people there. And so I kind of know who they are. Right. right. Uh, but, you know, I'm like you. I mean, I just watch it kind of just to keep up a little bit. I don't watch it every week. I'll be honest. I don't. I probably watch it maybe once, maybe once a month just to keep up a little bit. Because, uh, you know, like I like we talked about earlier, Reggie, it's it's a week or two of a storyline and, it, and then it's something different. So when I watch it, I'm usually, okay, I'm caught up because it much hasn't really Change except this guy is wrestling somebody else now because the storyline blew from the last paper. But so. do you move around? And watch? Do you watch AEW, WWF, or I NXT? watch. Do you watch it all. I watch. Uh, I watch a little bit of Raw uh, about once a month. Uh, Smack. No, I don't watch NXT. I I just not a fan of NXT. I never have been. Right. Uh, AEW periodically because they're not. They're just cable, and I don't have that. I just if I catch it on YouTube once in a while, I'll, I'll watch right. it. But, but like I said, you know, um, we have a lot of similarities other than you're Mr. Belt Guy, Mr. 605 <laughs> Belt Guy. And uh, I want to thank you for coming on here tonight, Reggie. I really, really appreciate hey, it. It's it, it, it uh, my pleasure. I, I was When you reached out to me, I was I was flattered. Because like I said, um, you sent me a link and I started looking at some of your former guests. I'm like, so, and that, you know, I don't know if you remember the class. Like, so, yeah. so. Why, why do you want me? Why yeah, you, you yeah me? I remember the message. I was like, yeah, like you're no, a fan. No. Yeah, so I was like, and that's what I told him. I'm like, you know, I'm just a fan. You know, yeah. I'm not, you, you know, like, oh, people know you. I'm like, yeah, but not a whole lot. You know, not like that. Uh, you'd be surprised. So, but I want to thank you again for coming on tonight. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, hope to meet you in person, either uh, Waterloo or, or somewhere in the near future. Yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll pass it across, across somewhere. And um, can I can I give a, a a plug for my Twitter account? Sure. Please. Yeah, uh, uh, follow me on Twitter. Uh, is that at Reggie Hart? Twitter. I I, po- I post a lot of stuff on there, even when I go to conventions or mm-hmm. my little daily daily posts for my belts. Um, I'm also on Instagram, and um, when when you follow me on Facebook, that's more like my family stuff. I don't I post yeah. some stuff, but it's not yeah. you know not a whole lot because uh, I'm gonna tell you something, Brian. You know we're peculiar people. Yeah. And every, it, and everybody doesn't understand us. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So, yeah. So it's a little I, different. I will post all your, on my description below for the podcast, I'll put all your social media uh, all right. links and everything on there for you. Again, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Reggie Harp, sir, thank I you pre- for coming on tonight. Appreciate it. Bro. Really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Folks, if you're watching, thank you. If you are listening, thank you. And please subscribe, and we will talk to you soon. Hey, this is a Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, Pro Wrestling Interviews.
Com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fist, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off the uh, building. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOC Nation. Bill After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect is? Well, I'll is? tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found the true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an LA champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is Bill Actor, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiants? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did didn't have anything to do with this? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this. That the rules, as I always understood them, was that you, the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. 
each and every Thursday night. Check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. 